Hi, I'm Scott, and welcome to Episode 10, Series 1 of Child in Time, Growing Up in the 60s. As I said last week, this uh, final episode is going to be question and answer, Q&A, and I'll get through as many questions as I can. Uh, Thanks for everyone who's contacted me and sent in questions. Uh, One of the main things is uh, people are asking is, will we be back for Series 2 in 2023? Yes, we will be. So I'm not sure yet, but we'll definitely be coming back. Okay, we'll get straight into the questions. Uh, First one. I was told there was another firecracker in the 60s, Child's Arsenal. I believe it was called a thunder. Is it true? And if so, was it a hold in your hand cracker or a blow up the letterbox cracker? I don't remember the thunder. I'm sorry. Uh, it was it was Tom Thumb, then the double happy, and uh, then the penny bunger and the tuppenny bunger. I'm not aware of that, but I I stand to be corrected. Um, Next one. Can you please explain what a silent copper is or was? Well, pre-roundabouts, these were like things like great big giant manhole covered like um, plugs, like sink plugs, only very, very big. They would be placed strategically in a uh, cross street or something like that that would make you sort of go around them the the right side. I still think they have some, but uh, mainly they've been superseded by uh, roundabouts. My dad told me about looking inside his sunny boy packet for some sort of surprise, which meant he won a free one. Is this true? Yes, it is. I was going to mention that, that... Uh, if you opened your Sunny Boy, you'd, you'd tear open the paper when you got to the finish, and it would have, I think, in red writing, that you had a free Sunny Boy, or a, or I think sometimes even two, uh, and that was always a um, bonus. Uh, next question: Whatever happened to Tiny? If you remember the episode, uh, Call Me, I talked about Tiny, the dog that lived two doors down, uh, which, uh, I mean, look, I love dogs. We've always had dogs and the wonderful companions. But uh, Tiny was was just a horrible animal. Uh, it was the only dog I know that would just really, and it'd be far from home, it, would, it, would, it wasn't protecting its property, it would just look for kids to try and, bite a bit out of them and then run away. But uh, the sequel to that story is that uh, as Tiny got older, as we all get older, we get a bit more mature and sensible. And uh, that that sort of happened with Tiny because in his uh, later years, he was sort of reflecting on life. He was walking past a uh, creek near our place and uh, an old lady slipped and fell into the water. And Tiny uh, saw this and jumped in and with his teeth dragged the lady out of the water. Uh, you know, she wasn't very, very big and um, dragged her out by the collar and started to perform uh, CPR a- until uh, professional help arrived. Um, 
No, I just made all that up. I mean, I don't know what happened to Tiny. It probably just died. I'm sure it would have died. Um, Okay, next one. You spoke of conductors on the buses you rode in. I have an image of someone standing in front of the bus with a baton. No, they they moved around the bus saying, fares please. And they had this thing sort of, you know, they'd have a belt and it was like a metallic type thing that, you know, like a money pouch and would spit out the uh, little little ticket when you paid your five cents or whatever it was. Uh, th- there was a little bit of a culture how kids would say or brag that they could get on their buses and actually manoeuvre themse- maneuver themselves around the double-decker buses in particular in a way that the conductor didn't get to them uh, until it was time to jump on their off at their stop and make a run for it. I never did this, but, um, yeah, some kids said they could they could do it. Next one. What are your memories of yo-yos in school? Yeah, I almost spoke about yo-yos in one of them. Um, yo-yos were the archetypal fad, though generally it was Coca-Cola. There'd be Coca-Cola, uh, red and white ones, Fanta ones, which were yellow and there was all the standard tricks you could do with your yo-yo. Um, walk the dog, rock the cradle, around uh, the world. And, um, you know, with a little bit of practice, you could gain quite a bit of proficiency with your, uh, with your yo-yo. And, um, yeah, it was mainly for little kids. I know that uh, I was in year 11 at school once, and there was another craze, and I got a yo-yo. And I took it to school and we were like, you know, we were 16, 17 and fairly cool. And I got out this yo-yo and started in front of my friends and I was doing it in an effort to be ironic. But uh, the, the joke didn't work and people went, oh, look at Scotty with his yo-yo, like I was a bit backward or something. So, yeah, yo-yos were a, uh, quite a big deal for, um, yeah, usually twice a year. There'd be a big yo-yo craze. Um, yeah. So next question we have. Yeah, someone uh, called Chris has said, uh, Scott, I love your podcast. Thank you. I have lost the keys to my shed. Do you have any idea where they are? Um... No, uh, just looking here, you've put where you live. Oh, I've never been to your town. Um, I don't know, maybe you could uh, retrace your steps or something. I'm, I'm sorry, Chris, I, I can't uh, really help you there. Uh, I had a several, several uh, questions on this topic. Can you do a part two on TV, the TV shows? Yeah. Sure, I can. And one request in particular is, uh, the, I think it was called "The Lives and Loves of Dobie Gillis." Yeah, we can, we can do that. Uh, I will only do shows that I know and I watch to any degree. Uh, but there was, yeah, quite a few classics. Uh, this one, Scott. Do you have any plans, or would you accept? advertising on your program 
absolutely not. I wouldn't sell out like that. I'd keep, want to keep this show free and not sully it with, you know, flogging stuff and advertising. I mean, no, it's not going to happen. The only way that would happen, me to have some advertising on the program, was if any potential advertiser were to approach me and pay me money, I'd be more than happy to read an advertisement for your product, no matter what it is. You can contact me through my uh, socials on the website. Okay, uh, next one. Oh, this is from Dennis. Dear Scott, it's been a long time. I think you recall you attended a party at my house in the High Street in the summer of 1969 and you borrowed my new copy of a, Jim, of a Jimi Hendrix LP and said you would return it soon. It has now been over 52 years. Please, I would like the record back if you still have it. It was a gift from my late mother. Please return it to number 54. Oh, I'm not going to read out the address. Okay, Dennis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no reason to be impatient about this. Of course, I, I still have the record, of course, and it's in, um, well, uh, it's in great condition. In fact, it's in better condition then when you when you gave it to me, uh, it, it's actually um, well, it's, it's looking brand new. As a matter of fact, so I, I'm more than happy and, and thank you for the 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 loan of uh, <laughs> half a century, and uh, I will return the record to you uh, just for confirmation to uh, purposes. If you could um, just write to me again and tell me the name of which Jimi Hendrix album it was and uh, what label it was on, and the serial number. I, I just need to confirm that I'm sending you the right one, and I think you'll find that uh, it'll be in a very, very good uh, condition. I've, uh, I've restored it. Hmm. Someone else has written, Scott, do you think there is any chance of you reconciling with Trevor? Mm. Well, you never say never, but uh, to forgive someone who tripped you over when you had your school bag in one hand and an ice cream in the other, who on numerous occasions claimed that my sister wore army boots. This is in spite of the fact that I do not have a sister. And finally, who made silly 
faces behind the teacher's back when I was in front of the class reading my poem. Yeah, look, you never say never, but uh, we'll see what the, uh, the new year brings. So, uh, look, there's some very good questions there. Uh, I, I really want to thank everyone who's been listening to this uh, podcast. It's, it's been, uh, I just thought I'd do one episode and see how it went. And the success has really been absolutely fantastic. And uh, thanks a lot. Uh, still, spread the word. Tell people you think might enjoy it. And uh, finally, all that remains is for me to wish everyone a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, we'll talk again in 2023. Bye now.